TED Audio Collective. When you first wrote this, do you remember why you wrote it to me? I, I guess I just felt at the time that you were kind of an easy target. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. And welcome back to Conversations with People Who Hate Me, the show where I take negative online comments and use them as the starting point for offline conversations. I'm your host, Dylan Marin, and today I'm talking to Brian, who two and a half years ago wrote me a message that said, were you born a bitch or did you just learn to be one over time? He followed this up with, you're such a faggot. But the kind of um, hilarious part about this message is that his finger must have slipped because then he sent me the thumbs up emoji, which creates this really funny juxtaposition to the opening of his note. For context, this message from Brian was one of the very first hate messages I received through my public Facebook page as my videos began to gain in popularity. And I was scared, and you know, I was new to this. So in a moment of reflexive self-protection, I just blocked him. Then, last year, I gave a TED Talk where I discussed this podcast, and in doing so, I provided some background to explain why I even created this show in the first place, so I displayed some screenshots of negative comments I had received, of course with the author's profile pictures and their last names blacked out, and one of these messages was Brian's. Brian then saw a video of the TED Talk and was shocked to see his own message up there. He wrote me a sweet and sincere apology for his original message, and I asked him to be on this show. He said yes. Now, two quick audio notes about this phone call. One, Brian is outside, so you're going to hear some wind disruption on his end. And then two, I give all of my guests the opportunity to determine their own level of anonymity. And Brian has opted to have his voice distorted. So when you're like, hey, that doesn't sound at all like a normal human voice, that's why. All right, let's get to it. Here is Brian. Hey, is this Brian? Uh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> how are you? Good. Uh, how's the quality? I don't know. This is good. Um, are you speaking to me on a headset? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay, that's that's fine. The thing is, there's kind of like some wind. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it. I can hear it. Uh, I mean, if the, if the wind gets bad, I'll let you know. But yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is, I know this is like a wild thing. We're talking on the phone, but I'm looking forward yeah. to this. I'm glad we are. Let's start with questions that have nothing to do with why we're on the phone. I would just love to know how is your day going so far? Uh, it's pretty good, I guess. Nice. I mean, I'm just out and about walking. Uh, it's kind of cold, but like, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. How about you? 
I'm good. I'm good. I had a lot of coffee this morning, so I felt like a little jittery. What else? I mean, really boring stuff. I'm looking at laundry that I haven't folded oh. yet, so <laughs> I'm giving you a, <laughs> yeah, no, a, a real same, same thing with me. good, oh. good, good. Okay, so that, that's <laughs> wonderful. I don't know. I'm 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 excited to talk to you. Okay. Let's start here. Before we kind of get into it, I want to just hear about you in only as many details as you'd like to share with me, as you'd like to share on this recorded phone call. Um, but yeah, so tell me about you. Tell me about Brian, the the, the big <laughs> stuff, the mundane stuff, anything. Yeah, all the harassment shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No. I, just, I, I don't know. I just been thinking about that. But... About, about what? Well, you know, because you blocked me mm-hmm. on Facebook, and I forgot about it. For the longest time, mm-hmm. and then there's a TED talk that you did, mm-hmm. and I, I was actually featured as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was actually like one of the comments that you showed. Yeah, and I, I didn't see that video till like much later on, mm-hmm. and that's when I was like, oh my god, I I forgot, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. That's interesting. It's also interesting because I truly, the question I asked was just that I wanted to get to know you and who you are. And you, okay. you jumped to the comment, no, 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 that's perfect. And that's interesting. But, um, but we'll, and we'll get. I, I, I tend to do that a lot. No. Basically, high school was pretty, pretty bad for me. Mm-hmm. But things are kind of starting to turn around mm-hmm. for college. So mm. that's good. How was high school hard? Well, well the thing is that there was like, there was some family drama that happened. Mm-hmm. I had depression for my freshman and sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was bullied, but it wasn't like, like how you see in movies. Sorry, say, say that again. I just lost you. The wind was in the way, but you said you kind of were bullied. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was, but it wasn't like, you know, high school film mm-hmm. where someone actually fight somebody else it's more that people make comments about people yeah see one of one of the things was that people were calling me an incel to clarify for people who might not know what is an incel what did they mean by calling you that it's kind of like involuntary celibate that's that's the Mm. actual definition so people thought i was a dangerous person because I, I like to listen to a lot of metal music mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say that I was obsessed with guns. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would go hunting. Sorry, you said you'd, you'd go hunting? Yes. And people translated that to an obsession with guns mm-hmm. and that wasn't the case. It kind of made me feel bad, you know, because I, I felt like my people didn't want to be my friend mm-hmm. simply because of how I dress or whatever, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and this is kind of like the, I don't know, irony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing is that I am uh, LGBT. That, oh. that's, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the thing. And huh. and I feel like a lot of guys in my high school would use the word, uh, I mean, if, yeah. <laughs> you know, the F word. Mm-hmm. I guess. We, I, I mean, if you're comfortable, you. s- no, I don't feel insulted. I'm comfortable saying the F word here if you are. Okay. But uh, so you were called a faggot. I mean, I didn't come out to my male peers. It mm-hmm. was that people would use it, but in the context, like, 
you're a wimp, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Emasculated. But, yeah. I mean, obviously it has that other intent. Like, yeah. 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 And also you said something super interesting and, and this is you, you, I've said the same thing almost verbatim, but it's like yeah. I was bullied in high school, but it wasn't bullying like it looked like in movies. But that's still bullying. Do you know what I mean? Like it is, what yeah, we experience like still sucks sucks and sucked. But yeah, we weren't shoved into lockers. Uh-huh. But I feel like so many of us who have those same experiences as you and I have, there's this kind of sense like, oh, well, what am I complaining about? I didn't have the worst kind of bullying. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like that comparative suffering, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, that people say, well, you didn't have bullying or abuse mm-hmm. as bad as this. So, yeah, exactly. You know, they kind of disregard it. Exactly. So you brought it up a little so we can segue into it, but about two and a half years ago, nearly three, you wrote me a message, and Uh. it seems like this message was written using very similar language to the kind of language that was used against you, right? Kind of. I worked in a puppetry. In construction? Yeah, yeah, and there was an older guy, and he would always pick on me, Hmm. and... I don't, I don't know. He would say stuff like, you know, faggot, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. He'd also call me a virgin, basically. Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of made me mad, but I, I tried my best to disregard it. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't my breaking point. Mm-hmm. It was a part of it, but I guess my real breaking point was my relationship with my parents at mm. some point. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. And well, the thing is, when I when I wrote that message, it's actually from the film Full Metal Jacket. Oh, really? Well, well, okay, it's not the exact same words, but it's where this drill sergeant character he says, "Were you born?" Uh, I guess he says like a worthless piece of shit, mm-hmm. or did you just have to work on it? <laughs> and and I, I guess that I was kind of like trying to get that same mentality i guess yeah, like yeah. reborn reborn a bitch or I, I i forgot or did you have to work on that yeah I well i think the full the full text of the message was were you born a bitch or did you just learn to be one over time and then right yeah. after that you said uh you're such a faggot and then um you sent me and i don't know if this is a mistake or not but you sent me the it, thumbs it up it was it was a mistake you sent me the <laughs> thumbs mistake, up emoji yeah. okay amazing um let's go back to when you wrote it and i'll tell you about what it felt like to receive it so when you first wrote this do you remember why you wrote it to me i i think there was a number of reasons mm-hmm. i think one of the things that kind of prompted Mm-hmm. I, I guess you could say was um, they kind of disabled your likes and dislikes mm-hmm. for the YouTube for the, videos. Um, I, I guess I just felt at the time that you were kind of an easy target. I, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you that the person, you know, who I was back then mm-hmm. and now uh, I'm not, I'm not the same person. And yeah. I mean, I also hear that <laughs> in the fact that, we're having a lovely conversation and and it's very different from the comment you sent me yeah uh, i mean i i guess at the time mm-hmm. i also had this um i guess i would say the sort of disdain 
towards liberals. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that most of the people I was bullied by were actually liberal. Hmm. <laughs> and I guess they kind of have this, I don't know, I guess the sense of superiority. Hmm. Meaning the people you were being bullied by in school? Yeah. See, the thing is, the people that would refer to me like an incel, mm-hmm. they were the ones who would kind of promote this idea that I'm a dangerous person. So basically what you're saying is that people labeled you as this thing that was to be feared. And this was all happening in the backdrop of family problems. Well, well, my my friggin' family members would do the same thing. Really? Yeah. Some of them were bullies. (laughs) I'll Mm. be honest. And I, I, I would get so mad. You can't just label people just because your assumption of them, mm-hmm. and and that, that's kind of how it was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because I was fat, mm-hmm. you know. I, I kind of, I guess, I kind of still am. <laughs> so I guess that's another thing that I was kind of bullied for mm-hmm. is size. So, yeah, what I have a ton of empathy for 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 your story is just this idea that like. No one, I mean, it just felt like you were not getting support from any side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's unfair to you. And, and, and it seems like people weren't getting to know you and kind of, it seems like falsely lab- labeling you a dangerous person, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, some of the people were, who did that, they, they were LGBT as well. Yeah. So then there was the association that, like, if you're labeling me this thing, well, then I really, I, I, I have distaste for the people who, I mean, are associated. exactly. So, so I think we do this natural thing, which if we feel ostracized by a group of people, we then develop like certain feelings about that group of people, right? That's like pre- a pretty natural human psychology, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I understand because that's kind of how I was. Mm-hmm. So I guess senior year, <laughs> I, I mean, all, all those kind of mean people, I guess, they mm-hmm. kind of left high school. So, mm-hmm. And so was senior year better for you? Uh, I, I wouldn't say. <laughs> it was kind of, that, that's where I had more family issues mm-hmm. as opposed to in school. Right. And some some of my, you know, some of my friends, I tried to reach out to them, and they they didn't care. Hmm. That's the thing. They they called me like dramatic. They hmm. called me, you know, um, like they said. They literally said, "I don't care about your problems." Hmm. Did did you have a support system at all? Like, were there people who were like, "I get you, and I feel you, and you're going through something hard, and I'm so sorry this is happening to you." At the time, not not really, but some some other friends they they kind of have supportive. So. Sorry, uh, say that again. There was wind. You said there some, some other friends. Yeah, some other friends they have been good supportive, and I still have some problems, but it's not as big as around that time. Yeah. Basically. Well, I'm just trying to paint a full picture of of when you wrote this comment. So. Because you were bullied by them, because you didn't feel that you had a support system, and you associated bullying and ostracism, ost- what's the word? Ostracism? Ostracization? Ostrac- 
privation, yeah. The people who were being mean to you, ostracizing you, you associated them with liberals, and you then saw me, this person, come across your Facebook feed making satirical videos from a very liberal, very left-leaning perspective. And, yeah. and uh, please do correct me if I'm wrong, but then you kind of took the anger that you had at the people who were excluding you and hurting you and you turned that to me, who was like the kind of, at the time, one of the poster people for it. It, it seemed that way. I yeah. mean, of course, I, I honestly didn't know you that well. Yeah. Um, so I can't, I can't say how, how you were or how you are. Mm -hmm. But I, I guess in your earlier videos, you kind of kind of came off as smug, I, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't. I honestly don't really remember mm -hmm. which ones kind of prompted my response. Yeah. I, I I don't even think it was because the videos themselves, but I, I guess I just felt that you were. But just me and my essence. Yeah, I, I guess I just felt that you were an easy target. I, I hmm. mean, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't want to put it that way, but no, it wasn't because your views. Um, you know, it, it happened two years ago. I'm, I'm really trying to remember yeah. what, what prompted their response. No, I I think that's a sufficient answer. I mean, and I appreciate, like, the introspection. I was an easy target, and it wasn't necessarily my views. It was, it was I don't think you loved how I presented my views, if that's fair to say. I, I guess. Um, 2016 was a very divided year. There's a lot of, there's a lot of hate, you know, there was so many people mm -hmm. that they presented their views, you know, they, they just wanted to get their views out, mm -hmm. but they would censor their critics. Now, now the thing is with me was that <laughs> I wasn't necessarily a critic. I was, I was, I was being a bully. That's the thing. You said you were being a bully? Yeah. And I, I understand why you would block me. Because <laughs> he did, mm -hmm. and at the time I felt like, wow, okay, I don't, uh, you know, I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, how, how did you feel reading that comment? Stay right there. We'll be right back. If you like this podcast and you want to help support it directly, you can check out our merch store. We have brand new shirts that say, Empathy is not endorsement, a mantra I've made for the show, and stickers that say what I say at the end of every episode, remember there's a human on the other side of the screen. Also, there's a shirt that has Rob Wilson's beautiful logo for our show on it. Check it all out at www.conversationswithpeoplewhohateme.com and click on Merch. All right, let's get back to the conversation. How did you feel reading that comment? Um, thanks for asking. I'll be, like, so honest with you. Okay. This was the very first negative direct message that I had ever received. Did you know that? No. Yeah. <laughs> or or okay. I think at the very... If, if we want to be beholden to facts, as I believe we should be, I think we can say that it was at least one of the first that I had received. And I remember, I just want to be honest, I was so scared. Yeah, yeah just be I, honest. Yeah, I was so scared. 
I was like, not because of you and who you were, because I had no idea who you were. You know, you were just a name that came into my inbox and said, you know, you're such a faggot. I, of course, didn't know that you yourself were of the LGBT community. I didn't know the full three-dimensional version of you that is the fact that you are, um, you know, that what you were going through at the time. And this is how we all experience the internet. We, we don't have the ability to get to know the nuances of that person, what that person is going through. We just make self-protective decisions. Yeah, um, and I think that one of the problems, especially on Twitter, there's a lot of insulting, and I feel like educating people instead of just insulting them, I feel like that that's a better approach. Mm-hmm. On the internet, I mean, not, not just Twitter, but almost everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, it's either bullying <laughs> mm-hmm. or just like name-calling, mm-hmm. and it's kind of, in my opinion, it's a very bad way of approaching, you know, someone who disagrees with you. Did you did you send a lot of messages like that at the time? Uh, I I didn't say <laughs> the thing is I I didn't say anything like that to other people. Like I, I would debate people, and then sometimes I would get into the kind of. <laughs> Uh, that kind of nasty behavior, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't it wasn't that often. So it seems like I was maybe a rarer case, like sending a cold message to someone. Yeah, I'm really I try to remember because yeah, no, some of my accounts were actually some I deleted them, some I got blocked. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I would have troll accounts. Okay, so so um, that was the intention. It's so funny. I don't. I, I used to use this word, but I don't call um, people who write negative things to me trolls anymore because the whole point of this podcast is to like fully humanize people and get to know people and three-dimensional people and allow them to kind of express themselves on their own terms. But that's interesting that you self-identified as having troll accounts, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it was. Mm-hmm. And I guess I could see why the term troll, mm-hmm. why you wouldn't want to use that term as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it was at the time. Yeah. Um, so you so you were, would you have called it harassment? Would Like, would you have been like, I am in, and setting out to harass people, or, or that wasn't the goal? No, no. I, I, <laughs> see, the thing is, if you, if you actually responded, Mm-hmm. I would deny it. That, that's the thing. At, at the time, at the time, mm-hmm. I, I would say that it's just a joke, or that I got hacked. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I had so, if I had answered your question earnestly, and I had been like, actually, I was born a bitch. Thank you so much for asking me. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you. I, oh, maybe you would have responded, maybe you would have not. If I had responded and I was like, what if I responded and I was like, hey, Brian, this really hurt me and this really scared me and this um, <laughs> like, this made me feel very like alone and isolated. What would you have said? I, 
the thing is that back then, I wasn't just trying to hurt people. I was like, I guess I was trying to get my point across, but in a bad way. I mean, really just name-calling, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't think that you cared about criticism mm-hmm. because I felt that since you disabled your likes and dislikes, I can't remember if you disabled your comments. I, I don't remember that, but I thought that you just, that, that you didn't care about criticism at the time. So I just, um, I, I just want to say it's interesting that you say that, and I, it's not that I didn't care about criticism, but there is a difference between criticism and calling me a faggot. Do you know what I mean? Because again, I want to remind you that I yeah. didn't have the context to know who you are, so I didn't on this call, what is happening, because you very kindly and generously shared your story with me um, and gave me context, that allows me to, like, yeah. build empathy for you. You know what I mean? And now I see you, Brian, as a three-dimensional human, and I hope maybe you see me as a three-dimensional human, too. Also, that was at a time when I was working for a company, and so the company was making decisions about uh, disabling comments or likes and dislikes, and I believe that they were restored after that. But it's not so much that I didn't like criticism. It's that when it all comes in in like huge waves like that, oh yeah, what it feels like is hate. And so that becomes so painful. and then it just feels like you're getting this onslaught. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it would it would be like calling your high school bullies or the people who are mean to you in high school it would be it would it would be like saying well they're just criticizing you i think it's fair to say that people were being very mean and very unfair to you and they were being really hurtful do you know what i mean so you find ways to self protect yeah and i think that's a natural human thing and and so the way i self protected was by blocking you because i was just scared i know we're both human beings, right? So, like, you also had a way to self-protect when you were being hurt by people. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I know. Keep keep in mind that you know, I I under like I when I said that you don't care about criticism, I don't mean it now. Mm-hmm. That I think it, I meant at the time. Oh no, totally. That's what I totally. That's what I believe. And I was just um, telling you at the time. I did care about criticism, but there was, there is, there was, and is, is a difference in my mind of criticism and hate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that 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 was harassment. Yeah. Sometimes we do things that I, I wouldn't say we do things that we don't mean, mm-hmm. but the thing is that we do things, and then sometimes we don't consider how other people feel about it, mm-hmm. and sometimes we. Sometimes we believe that what we're doing is it's not that bad, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was my mindset at the time. So you've done a great job of articulating who you were then. And I yeah. told you how I felt about receiving that message then. And you told me why you wrote it. And, and I'm telling you what it felt like to receive it. But then flash forward to a few months ago. Yeah. Because you're sending this to me now from a different account. This is an unblocked account. Yeah. 
You wrote, Hey Dylan, my name is Brian, a.k.a. the guy who asked you, were you born a bitch or did you just learn to be one over time? You're such a faggot. I guess I figured since you kind of had a bit of a sarcastic attitude in your early unboxing videos that I should troll you. However, I did not consider the ramifications of my actions because I felt using the word faggot was okay because I am bisexual. Anyway, I'm not trying to excuse my actions, but I am truly sorry. I hope to one day discuss this with you. And incidentally, here we are. <laughs> you manifested it yeah. into the universe and here we are discussing it. And then you wrote, in all honesty, I did not believe that you viewed the message from my previous account because you blocked me and I felt you didn't care. Even if I disagree with you on some issues, my views changed over time. Calling you the same homophobic slur used to repress many LGBTQ people was a low point. While I could simply say that I was hacked and move on, that would be a lie on my behalf. I am sorry for the numerous death threats or slurs you have gotten. I cannot imagine how angry I would be if I received the same amount of hate. I also also commend you because you easily could have doxxed me but decided that wasn't the best course of action and um what you mean by that i guess is that i blocked out your last name and i blocked out your picture right yeah, yeah. yeah. and then you close the note by saying i hope one day we can resolve our differences if you see this message so i guess what i'm curious about is there seem to be like miles and miles and miles between the first message you sent me and this like really sweet and wonderful message. So I guess what I'm curious about is like, what led to this big transformation between when you sent me that first message and when you sent me this really lovely message a few months ago? I guess I, I regretted it. I mean, <laughs> like, like again, like how I said before, you know, sometimes we say things and then we regret them. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was actually watching your TED Talk, that's that's kind of what prompted me. Oh, really? And how did you come across my TED Talk? I don't know. I, I think it was recommended. Huh. Uh, so, I mean, that's wild. So, and, and for people who have not yet watched my TED Talk, in it, I just quickly set up the fact that I've gotten a lot of online hate. And yeah. one of the examples of hate that I show is your message. Of course, um, I blocked out your last name and I blocked out your picture because, of course, my goal in sharing it was not to humiliate you, but just to show people like these are the kinds of messages I received. So you're watching this TED Talk that just randomly comes up and is recommended to you. And then you see a message you sent, right? Yes. Um, for the longest time is that I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. I just thought, okay, you blocked me, that's, that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I, I I don't remember my mindset about sending the message, mm -hmm. but I I remember, you know, sending it. Mm -hmm. And and that's where I was like, <laughs> I, I was, I guess I was kind of taken away by it. Like, like I was kind of shocked Mm -hmm. that I would say something like that. Mm. And it, it barely came back to me that I did, you know, that mm -hmm. I said something like that. But even though you didn't see the picture and you didn't see the last name, you knew that was your message, right? Yeah, yeah. The thing is that I I saw the picture uh, and I, I kind of recognized it, like, mm -hmm. right there. You, you mean <laughs> the picture I, of the message is what you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of recognized it a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and yeah, it was me. I mm -hmm. mean, 
man, I guess things have gotten a bit better. Mm -hmm. I mean, than in high school, mm -hmm. it's also when you started doing the podcast as well, mm -hmm. you don't see people just as the characters, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. the characters they are on the internet, you see people as like people. Yeah. And so that's, I guess for me, that's kind of what prompted that change. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I also, I do want to say, Brian, I mean, I, like, I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you writing to me and how much I appreciate you writing me that really sweet note. And I mean, I think it takes a very strong person to be able to yeah. own up to something that they did and apologize for it. And this conversation feels so wonderful and great to me. And I like getting to know you. You know, you seem like a really sweet person. And I, I don't know. I just, um, I, I, I hope you don't, I hope your takeaway from this call is not that you like fucked up and did something bad. I hope that you, or I hope you know that the way I see it is that you were a yeah. person going through a lot of shit and you did not have a support system and you saw someone who you said in your words was an easy target and you took it out on them. Of course, I was a person who received that message, so I felt a certain way about it. But like, there is this cool ability to then reconnect. And I feel like we're reconnected now and have, now I have, now you have completely wiped clean whatever my perceptions were of the author of that message, you know, two and a half years yeah, ago. I, I mean, like what I, what I thought of you back then, uh, you know, all that negative stuff, it's, <laughs> it's not who you are because I only saw a part mm -hmm. that I perceived as bad, I guess. Mm -hmm. But well, I mean, to be you, clear, I am a faggot. That is a factually <laughs> true statement. All right, so, all right. meaning, and I mean that in a positive and loving way. I am a faggot, and this is who I am. But yes, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, but but at, at the same time, that's kind of like yeah, you, you don't just call someone that. I you know, I you get can't. it. I get it. I was I was only yeah. joking. Um, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess in closing. Well, I just want to ask, how do you feel about this call? I, I I'll be honest, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I feel like, I, I feel like better that I kind of know, I guess, a bit more of the person that you are. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of feel like, <laughs> like after saying you know stuff like that um i don't know i'm just kind of reflecting on it you know it's just and, and i don't know you're ref meaning reflecting on what you first wrote yeah it's kind of uh, <laughs> like like i i don't know i mean you know that's something that i actually said you know and i, I guess for now i'm just uh I don't know. I guess I feel good for reaching out to you, but at the same time, I feel like reflecting on my comment, 
yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel a bit shitty about it. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, I, I can't tell you how to feel, and I can't change yeah. how you feel. What I want to repeat to you is, I really, really hope that you don't feel bad because I think you did one well, of the coolest things of all, which is just be like, "Hey, I wrote this, and I don't feel great about it, but I apologized." And I, for what it's worth, and I hope it's worth something, I accept your apology. Um, so I guess we have to kind of close up. Uh, I just yeah. want to say, <laughs> Brian, it really has been really nice to get to know you. Um, thank you for doing this call. N now that I have you at the end, with your distorted voice, are you comfortable with this going out as an episode? Yeah, I am. Okay. Um, well, Brian, it's been it's been really nice talking to you, and uh, I will see you on the internet. All right. Well, be safe on the internet. I mean, I don't know. You too. That's <laughs> that. That's a that's a nice cautionary sign off line for this. Um, well, Brian, it was it was really nice talking to you, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye, Brian. Bye. If you'd like to be a guest on this show, please visit www.conversationswithpeoplewhohateme.com for more information. Conversations with People Who Hate Me is a production of Night Vale Presents. Vincent Cachione is the sound engineer and mixer. Christy Gressman is the executive producer. The theme song is These Dark Times by Caged Animals. The brand new logo was designed by Philip Blackowl with a photo by Mindy Tucker. And this podcast was created, produced, and hosted by me, Dylan Marin. Special thanks to Adam Cecil and our publicist, Megan Larson. We'll be releasing episodes every other week, so I will see you in two weeks with a brand new conversation. Until then, remember, there's a human on the other side of the screen. Ooh, we're racing, racing through these dark Dark times.